even SHM, like I said, it was it it wasn't in the cards. It wasn't that I was going to start mm-hmm. my own business. I could, I I didn't know what I wanted to do. So it wasn't an age. In fact, the first store that we opened in two thousand fourteen, um, I was eight months pregnant with my daughter. So it's not like you have to, you can't do things uh, at yeah. a certain time or a certain age. Like you can do anything you want if you put your mind to it. And it. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, today we have Neha from Swedish House Mafia, who has been making a lot of cookies, and I have had her cookies in the past. And I will say that they are one of my favorites, and especially when last year I had the Christmas uh, Christmas cookies with the Christmas cartoons on them. I was in awe. Like, if can someone make this beautiful thing? But there's something interesting to your story that you have been a bake banker and then a baker. So we'll talk about this transaction yes. in this podcast. And uh, okay. so first thing, how does how does it feel to be a banker and then a baker? So actually, I did do my uh, education in finance. I did it abroad, and back then, I think you know we all used to do at least a lot of us used to do that. Jo parents have said, just do that. Don't know anything better. So parents have said, chalo business karlo. So I did that. Studied it for four years, and then of course, what else are you supposed to do if you studied finance? You're supposed to go into banking or whatever business related. Mm-hmm. I did that, and I hated it. It was just the worst, just the worst like that yeah. job that I had for you. Know, I did not like it. So one thing good came out of doing it that I knew I didn't like it, and I knew that I wouldn't want to do anything in that field again. Okay. So yeah, that is how I felt as a banker. <laughs> I did not feel good. <laughs> Okay. And then as a baker, I mean, I liked baking since I was young, so it always made me happy. I never considered it as a profession um, till much later, like till SHM even picked up. Like initially, even with SHM, it wasn't um, a job or like a profession I was considering. It was just supposed to be something that happened on the side. Why I figured out what to do. It's just that it took off, and people really appreciated it. That it made sense to just carry on doing this and not really look for anything else because this seemed to work so well for me. So, yeah, being a baker was definitely I'm much happier doing baking, baking than banking. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll definitely dive direct into the main question. When you were transitioning basically from a banker to baker, so there was a day where maybe you had to give your resignation. and you would say in may like i'll start my own bakery from the next day so what was that phase uh, it wasn't like that for me it was uh, i was working for bestons which is one of the first companies that actually closed down during the recession in 2008 so there was no resignation or anything <laughs> they literally laid off a whole bunch of people i was one of them and it's not like actually i was going to land i mean i was going to after a year because i had to stick out one year Mm-hmm. and i was going to quit anyways but it's just that the bank got sold before that so it was actually in a way it was great for me because a i didn't lo- like it so i got to work less hours okay and b i got a severance package and basically they paid me because they fired the baking bit also like i said it, i was just trying to figure out what to do so baking bit happened quite a bit late there's no switch as such and oh, yeah nice. and it baking also i just happened upon it is it's not a conscious decision that i made okay i'm going to stop banking and i'm going to start mm-hmm. baking it was okay i'm definitely stopping banking okay need to figure out mm-hmm. and then if baking hap- then baking happened just happened but that was also there was a five year gap between the two oh okay but that's a good yeah. insight 
and if i to tell that what all qualities or skills that you take from your banking uh, career to your baking career because those are like two different things baking is a bit creative yeah, yeah. and that's much more technical yeah. so if i like if i to ask uh, what things do you oh you know what actually you you're right and that that completely different fields but you know what helped me with the banking as in what was required of me while bank was um uh you know being meticulous making sure i have all my data noting things down keeping you know just keeping note of everything that's happening like it really helped me my education and the banking part of things really helped me in um uh just noting things down so like when i was doing my deliveries i was uh Uh, wrote down the delivery days delivery times what i was sending when i was say, sending it where i was sending it how many i was sending um so all that helped um in um because of my my education that helped and then that translated of course into the baking part of things where i could keep a good uh, account of everything a good system of everything and it definitely helped once i was scaling up to the stores so from the nano to the stores all this information that i had itemized and collected that helped when we were scaling up okay. yeah that's good and that's a great insight which brings me to the next question how difficult was it to first start one store and then maybe scaling it up so what was the most difficult part so um SHM started with the Nano in 2013 and then our first start store opened in 2014 in September but um my brother-in-law came back from the states in 2014 and he helped me set up the first store because i knew i couldn't do it by myself so he has been like the operations expansion all of that has been him i've been doing more of the product development and the r&d <laughs> so the first store, of course was very nerve-wracking and you know we were nervous how to do how would to do it was a little bit scary <laughs> and then initially it didn't do well it didn't pick up as well as we liked but eventually started doing much better and then the second store also again you know it's not only between the first and the second store in every new store we opened we were just nervous like anyone would be nervous no we were just like unsure like would we would it do well wouldn't it do well would it pick up so it was every new store was a was a nerve wracking experience but ah uh, that's good that's amazing uh and that brings me to the next question so if we had a time machine would you rather go back in time and revisit those days or go in future and see what happens to yourself no i was asking you do i need to travel or can i just stay where i am or do i have to go back in time or forward in time because uh, this question comes from me uh, very uh, specifically because we as humans always try to see ke hum pehle kahan pe the we always recent ke past mein humne kya kiya tha or we want to go ahead and see in the future ke kya hoga hamare sath uh so that's why and i maybe asked this to maybe more than 600 people so all of them have this something ke ya to piche jana and want to change something ya to fir future mein jaake dekhna ki aage main kya kar sakta hu aur so that's where i want to basically know your perspective would like and the answer that you gave me was the one that i am looking for ke let's why can't we be happy in the present and be <laughs> So, I mean, I don't want to redo anything. I'm happy mm-hmm. with everything that my life has. I mean, the way things have panned out right now. The only thing I would want to go back 
into the into the past is so that i i'm younger and i can enjoy my time in school and like right. partying and just in general be younger and not have the responsibilities of an adult not necessarily <laughs> change anything just because when you're younger you're so much more careful you know as an adult you have so many more responsibilities i definitely don't want to go in the future i don't want to be old i like uh-huh. the age i am right now i don't want to become right. old right does <laughs> uh, age factor come into picture like when you are planning a business ke for example by 25 or by 30 you need to start did, did this thing affect you by any chance ke by 30 i should start a business no the thing no there was a, a number that i felt that mm-hmm. oh i need to start a business because i'm 30 or approaching 30 right. or i'm xyz um you know age the reason i felt compelled to do something is because i had such a good education from such a good school mm-hmm. working at a good firm and then to come back and not do anything for quite a few years it was really um it took a hit on my self confidence because okay. i was just not doing anything and that's really you feel so useless because you've done a good ed- like you've had a good education the point of a good education is so that you do something with your life and then i was just not doing anything so i felt really useless and that's what made me pushed me to really do something because i mean i was going to eventually but that was not right. the reason why i wanted to do something not that okay i have to start doing something at a certain age even right. shm like i said it was it it wasn't in the cards it wasn't that i was going to start my own business i could i i didn't know what i wanted to do so it wasn't an age in fact the first store that we opened in 2014 um i was 8 months pregnant with my daughter so it's not like you have to you can't do things uh, at yeah. a certain time or a certain age like you can do anything you want if you put your mind to it and at whatever time you want to put your mind to it it's really yeah that's impressive and basically this gives me a lot of insights because once you decide on what you what you what you want to do uh, somewhere your subconscious mind uh, pushes you towards it and that's the one book which i recently read and the same thing kept uh, hitting me again and again uh, with starting a business and with lot of uncertainties uh, what do you do when you have a bad day how do you make up uh, yourself to the next day or to your goal I um, honestly I'm a very positive person. Oh okay. So mm-hmm. on a bad day I just I always like no no it'll become better it'll become better. Right. I always think it's going to become better. Like <laughs> this is not the low okay. point. I mean mm-hmm. things are going to get better from here. Right. So I'm a positive person in general. Mm-hmm. When I have a bad day I'm like no it'll get better it's okay. Okay. And are there any exercises that you That's prefer, literally like, my that's literally the way I handle it. I know it's nothing like you know yeah, not, not some amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of positivity um, positivity that I can maybe get. And is there any exercise that you do like meditation or journaling or uh, a lot of things that people propagate? Okay, no, nothing. No. Okay. <laughs> Great. That's No, I don't have uh, much time with my kids and mm-hmm. work. I do do some painting, but that's not as often as I would like uh I try to do it as often as I can but not that often just because with the kids and work mm-hmm. I don't get that as much free time. Oh okay great. But uh if I to say like five things that you uh realized in pandemic uh or things that you want to improve about yourself maybe in 2021 because I think we are 14 days like from the next new year. Oh my god. <laughs> I this is five things I want to improve. Yeah. all five things that you want to change 
Oh my god, I uh maybe control my temper a little bit more but that's nothing new i've always known that about me yeah. i still not change but yeah. i guess yeah maybe like you know my my yeah frustration threshold i should probably improve that secondly is um i guess, mm, god this is a tough one uh i would what would i change what would i improve I'm lost. I don't know what to say. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, like maybe we can take time. <laughs> uh, I mean, the pandemic is helping us spend time with family, so yeah. that's definitely nothing. Yeah, no. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Spend time with family, and we've noticed that now. But I guess going forward, I think by default people will spend a little bit more time with family once things really open up because they are so probably used to spending time with family and realizing what's right. good and how beneficial it is um what would i want to oh my god listen this is a tough one <laughs> okay so but like um, do you set goals or are you the person who sets like uh, goals for 2021 kind of person or you let things happen how they happen i let things happen how they happen um like i said with the business at least my brother in law is the one who's in charge of operations and expansion so we discuss things together and we do set goals okay this is what needs to be done so those are work goals i guess is something that is very easy to yeah. you know that is not something mm-hmm. major but otherwise ah uh, no i mean I sometimes set goals um like a few years ago I wanted to get back into painting okay. when I like I said when I had my f- first uh, when I had my daughter mm-hmm. and the way I got back into it was okay the goal I set was that I need to take part in an art exhibition and the only way I will get back into painting is if I take part in that art exhibition so that was my goal back then that I have to take part in this art exhibition right now Mm-hmm. um i just think i feel like things are just in free fall even with like the pandemic and everything and setting goals i mean if you set goals last year i don't think anyone is, was able to meet their goals because you don't know what's going to happen and even the so even next year like i don't know like yeah so even next year right Mm-hmm. So I mean I can set all the goals I want but I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm a little bit of a free flowing person with work. Yeah, we have goals and deadlines and things that we want to meet but otherwise no goals. Lose weight, I guess that's a goal. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, with a lot of cookies that you make, don't you feel the urge to eat them and maybe then work out? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one. <laughs> definitely a perspective and one thing that i get from you is to how to be positive and live in the present because that's the vibe i think that like i need to learn and maybe get from you and to end <laughs> this was i have like famous five so it would be a five quick uh, questions or sentences that you may answer in a word or two three words okay okay so, let's try yeah. it how many cookies do you have in a day not not even one <laughs> okay uh, the <laughs> no I once thought. in a while i have like a cookie but not that often <laughs> okay uh the best out of my cookies and the thing is if i do keep them at home then i will want to 
eat them, so I try not to eat them, so I don't keep them at home. <laughs> but like maybe at the workplace or somewhere. Uh, at workplace, I try very hard not to. I try very hard to resist. So no, I don't have. Okay, nice. Uh, the best advice that I'd received from someone. It will pass, and things happen for a reason. That's the thing I believe in: is everything happens for a good reason. Okay. The worst advice that I'd received from anyone. Um. Oh shoot. Ah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Feed your. It's okay to feed your children sweet things. It's okay. We 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 mm. ate it and now we are fine. So if they can eat it, they'll also be fine. <laughs> no, that doesn't work like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, what is the biggest mistake we make as humans? We get hung up on stuff that we really don't need to get hung up on. Okay. And the last one is: if you could change one law in the world, what would that law be? one law in the world yeah. um i have to change a law sorry this one i'll have to think about i feel like all the laws now are changing for the good only i can't think of something that's or a belief. um let's i guess call, made let's call a belief one belief that you would like to change in the world I mean, there's a lot of talk of religion nowadays, so I would like to change the fact that people believe that their God is the only God. Like, <laughs> I think I should. People need to be more tolerant of other religions and respect the fact that everyone can have their own God. There's nothing wrong with it. That's good. That's uh, something I even think of because i'm a person who i do i don't follow one single religion but i at the same time i follow all the religions but the religion which i i can say okay i follow is um, humanity like don't do anything bad don't hurt anyone exactly uh, and don't speak bad exactly. about other religions like exactly so and maybe a lot of people talk bad things about other religions or other castes so don't do that at least so and i do visit other monuments other pilgrim pilgrimage course like churches i go to church yeah and that's the one thing that i when i feel people need to change but that's yeah. it and uh, that's one of very uh, like my the best part was i got to talk to you i messaged you and you were so kind to reply back and have this conversation because i actually look of up of course you. Your, that's thank it. you i'll be linking all your accounts in the description so if anyone wants to okay. check them out they can check like and you guys are amazing that's all i have to say thank you thank you thank you so much for being on the podcast